Hello, everyone, and welcome to the two-point conversion, our Monday night pregame show here on the Going for Two Live Network. We're on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter. You can tell I'm not on Facebook. I don't even know how to say it. Uh, but uh, if you are following us on Twitter, uh, can watch the video. Uh, just uh, we know that we can't see your comments, so uh, head over to the uh, Going for Two YouTube channel. Uh, search up Going for Two Live on YouTube. You'll find us there. Uh, and uh, yeah, come come join us. Uh, the the live talking in the chat and uh, of course uh, your three co-hosts here talking on screen i'm kyle senra joined by gladys how you doing good i'm good i'm real good waiting for my common to beat up on jeff saturday <laughs> uh that could be a comment that could actually be a conversation we get to a little bit later um but you know we we don't we don't have doc this week and while we're sad about that we do get the return of the promo pimp himself Discord Dan, the B League says, and actually a new nickname now, the Jetlag John. I hope uh, oh, you're okay. Jetlag John. Oh my god. Wait, oh, the Jetlag Don or John? John. John. Why John? Is that your name? Uh, it's it's J A W N John. Which, yeah. to be honest, Dan, I've, I've heard other people for that. I thought that was a Philly thing. Is that it just is a, a? It's a Philly thing. Yeah. Okay. It's a Philly thing. Yeah. John. John is a, a word for an adjective, not an actual thing. So you can replace anything with the word John. Wait, Apparently. I can replace anything with the word John? Yeah, so like this John is terrible. Dude, I'm so using that all night tonight. There you go. But you got to make sure it's J-A-A-W, though. It's it's not oh. O-H, yeah. it's A-W. You got to pronounce it John that way because it I, makes difference. So I, I, work, I work elsewhere with the Dynasty Rewind, and a lot of them are from Philly. So oh. like they, they roll it out there a fair bit. So every now and again, like it just gets stuck. I also didn't have a word to pair with jet lag. So, Alliterations are awesome. I don't know how you feel about it. Adam, so the John is the best. There we go. There he is. See, I'm on another one. To be honest with you, like I still don't know what time zone I'm in. I'm still struggling. Time I got up. Suck. At, yeah, I was up at like 3 a.m. this morning and I thought it was like bright white outside. It was just I'm struggling. So we're there. We're getting there. <laughs> Keep pulling, pulling our like mind together at some point, but yeah, it's all right. It's good to be back in a a normal John country where mullets totally... and bucket hats aren't fucking celebrated. So I'm happy to be here. I've never seen so many mullets, bucket hats, and mustaches in one combination in my life. I, I, like for a moment, I was I was disappointed in my hometown. I was like, what the hell is this? Like I leave for like 10 years and I come back to mullets, bucket hats, and mustaches. Why? Mustaches. Yeah, bad poor bonjornos everywhere. It was, it was just atrocious. I, I don't know how people thought that this was the way to go. It's not. A mullet is never the way to go. A Paul Bongiorno is never the way to go. Who goes out in a bucket hat? What's a Paul Bongiorno? <laughs> Thank uh, you. Not... You don't know what a Paul Bongiorno is? Uh, that would be yeah. the porno, though. Paul the, Bongiorno the what? a porno mustache. Oh, <laughs> that. Yes, nice. but, but Paul Bongiorno back home was hmm. he's a news anchor. So... Was... <laughs> How does that <laughs> Yeah, so we replaced the word porno because it's a little crass with Paul Bongiorno. So it's a good old porno. I am learning so many new words today. Yeah. So mullets, mustaches, bucket hats. Who wears a bucket hat out out of the club? Why? How did this happen? What did I miss? I got got kids. I don't go out too much. I get it. When? (laughs) When did a bucket hat become a thing? Well, okay. Did did anyone has anyone seen the the Eli Manning Peyton Manning commercials? Yes, like the Play where, 60, the hat where yes. Eli's wearing the bucket hat and he's all like, yeah. you know, he just doesn't understand us youths, right? And it seems like he's trying to be the poser cool kid wearing so, yeah. stuff that's none of these guys, cool. None of these guys are Eli or Peyton Manning. 
let's put. <laughs> well, I, I guess I get that, but I think the, the idea I was saying is that Eli is wearing the bucket hat to kind of think he's cool and hip. So I guess that's a cool and hip thing, which I'm clearly not cool or hip because I use whatever. both those words probably. Eli can wear whatever he wants and get away with it. It's fine. It's uh, fine. That's that's a stretch. It's that's listen, a stretch. If this guy, can it, wear, it's not like, like Eli was on the worst seven and four yeah. team in history or anything. Yeah, that's a stretch. Are we still at that actually, Dan? Are there worse seven and four teams? There must be at least one that's worse. That's a John. The worst seven and four. It's the worst seven and four team in NFL history. They're terrible. They were only leading. They were only up in Dallas at halftime with no linemen, no receivers, no cornerbacks, no safeties, and three linebackers on the IR as well. It's okay. Don't worry. Um. All right. Two things. One. Best commercial ever, Eli, Peyton, and whatever the other kid's name is, doing the pantomime. Yeah. And Eli goes, is that a thing? Eli has, like, the best facial expressions and he's, the best sight lines. He, he really very, does. He's very subtle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, is that a he's, thing? What? Yeah. And, his his um, delivery is deadpan as well, to be thank fair. Thank you. Yeah. It's great. I, I have more. I like Eli more now than I did when he played. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. A lot of people do now. That's the funny thing. Kevin <laughs> hated him when he played. Yeah. Um, he, he, he was – never seen anybody – and it's it's funny because Jones took over from Eli and he's a replica of how to do a, how to do a post-match interview. It's just – it's it's uncanny how it, it – it has just morphed into the next guy. But he always had like – I don't know if you guys would have got them, but out on the East Coast – he did a lot of commercials out here, and they were funny as hell. His Dunkin' oh, Donuts no, commercials out here were great. Like, so you you're just like, yeah, you're like, okay, like he's got a little something to him, like you can see. Okay, it's a twenty minute commercial, a twenty second commercial. He's all right. He's he's got something there. But <laughs> like, it's obviously like he does his show with Eli on Monday nights as well. I mean, I know they're competing with us for airtime. I get it, but you know, they're, <laughs> no, they're addressed. No, they're okay. Well, it's tough yeah. act to follow, but still, <laughs> like you can see even with those two, like. Peyton's trying to steer the ship, and as the little brother, I know this, being a little brother, he's just trying to ruin it for him. <laughs> and he does a good job. Actually. You can see, like, in his mind, he's ticking over. He's like, how can I ruin this for, for How can Peyton? I make this make the worse for Peyton? And he did it for a while, winning two Super Bowls to his one for a bit. He was, he was yeah, ruining yeah. it for a while for a bit. Especially, the, wasn't the first one the year after Peyton won his first? So, like, Peyton didn't even really get a full calendar yeah. year to celebrate being a champion, and then Eli suddenly comes around and, yeah, I got one too. The and the of- second thing is... Um, the defensive tackle yelling at Russell Wilson has made my whole month. I that was like the best thing ever. I, you know what's I, the best? Wait, you know what the best thing ever is? What? You know what the best thing ever is? Defensive tackle yelling at Russell Wilson. No, there's there were two things I saw. The Broncos would be nine and one if they scored eighteen plus yeah. points <laughs> in regulation each game this season. Mm-hmm. And the other one I saw was that Russell Wilson has more bathrooms than touchdowns this year. <laughs> He has 12 toilets in his house. He's got nine tasks. Cooter Doodle also had a funny thing about that, too. About <laughs> he's only scored nine times since September 12th, and there might oh. be a, a bunch of us that are luckier in the world. Oh, um, my God. No. Yeah. Well, okay, so Gladys, I think part of, part of I think I agree with you, like that the scene that defense plan, I think was 98, whatever. There was an eight involved. Eight. Yeah, there we go. Uh, what are you but, about? Uh, What's happening? Um, I think. Uh, 
he that that lineman represents all of us because we're yeah i think all of us are just in, so enraged at just watching russell wilson every week yeah. do this so throw the fucking ball throw the ball quit holding it quit running around throw the fucking ball that's the opposite of what was it uh richard sherman a few weeks back right <laughs> richard sherman on, on monday ball. night yeah it's like one of the first games of the year. Like he was having like a gotta run the ball because he threw an interception on the one yard line, right? Yeah, yeah. He was having like a minor panic like attack PTSD. about it. Yeah, it, it was. was. You could see like he, he didn't want to keep talking, but he had to that get Richard, out of it. The Richard Sherman face, talking about like Eli Manning face, but Richard Sherman face though. Like yeah. almost crying, heartbroken face at at the end of the Super yeah. Bowl. There, how did that happen? He still hasn't gotten over that. Like it, it almost looked like that same face. That's why I think it's it legit is PTSD. So I hope, it I hope he gets help. Yep, All right, yep, sorry. Yep. I, and I yeah, uh, Gator is uh, point out there's no doc this week, so yeah, that's why we haven't like gotten into injury talk right away. Uh, but I mean, what we do know is there is at least the, so far the injury reports for the Thursday game, and so uh, just three players of note that were questionable. I added them to the show sheet so we could talk about them. Uh, three Patriots players, so uh, they're coming up on on Thursday night. Before we, of course, get into uh, yeah, get into the to the Monday night. Cause we're going to pass over part of the, the injuries. And yeah. So passing is part of the game of football. Yeah. Imagine that it's not just on your feet. It's through the air. So if you have injury questions though, I think doc will still answer them on discord, right? Of course. Yes. Yeah. So you can yeah. always check out the uh, discord.com slash going for two and not only doc's injury channel, but also all sorts of great channels. Uh, Gladys is the ec- expert uh, uh, plug master there. So uh, thanks for, thanks for setting us on the right track. Yeah, we're doing the Eli Manning where we were trying to like go all over the place and you're you're being Peyton the responsible one and, and get us on track. Ew, us, do not us, ever, 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 ever compare me to Peyton Manning. Again. Oh, you're way better than Peyton Manning. You're just you're just playing the Peyton Manning role. Okay. For our purposes. But Gladys, yeah, Discord.com slash going for two. Gladys loves Discord, so just tag her and everything. She'll respond. <laughs> yeah, <there's> seven hundred <laughs> people strong, all seven hundred tag, tag Gladys. Just tag Gladys in all your uh, questions. She will she will respond like that. It's funny because it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go go to Discord anyway. But uh, yeah, go to Discord anyway, and we can see what happens. But I guarantee you, I there's it's not so Gladys, much white sounds... noise on Discord, man. I'm in like five Discord channels, and we're like, Wah! I'm not really good with a lot of white noise. I'm sorry. I I need focus, obviously. <laughs> So uh, we'll, we'll focus on, again, those Patriots players that are que- or get, get injured. The out, like- get, the, get the incense out. <laughs> it already is. You can't tell. Uh, there it is. There it is. Great. It's always out. It's always out. Steelers plus two and a half and under. Steelers. <laughs> no, they need to win by a lot more. So Gladys is the Brad Paisley to Peyton Manning. Oh, that's a Southern reference. I don't get it. It's a commercial. They do that State Farm commercial. Oh yes, the um. I'm not yes. sure how I feel about that, Gator. I'll get back with you on that. That's Brad Paisley. Okay. Brad well, Paisley so yeah, like he's a country, country singer. singer. I, I don't know how. I, I I get the sense that we're this we're, this is not really a pro country music uh, co-hosting crew, even with Doc here. <laughs> uh, Brad Paisley is a phenomenal guitar player, Definitely though. Is. So I, that that would be probably more of a compliment than Peyton Manning, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I don't care uh, for his yeah, voice much. Gator, you and I'll talk about that later. Yeah, um, no, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't like it. I want to be the. I want to be the other Manning, the the one. Cooper. Archie. No, God, no, not Archie. Look. Arch uh, or Archie. There's too many to keep up for though. Cooper. I want to be Cooper Manning. Yeah. You know, like the doofus that sits in the corner but still gets like much money paid. 
to him because he has the Manny made. Supposedly he was a better football player than uh, for sure Eli and Peyton even Curtis says he, he was a better player, football player than Peyton was. No, so. that's that seems like the sort of thing a parent would say to make that one not feel too bad. Right? <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. Lie to me. I don't listen, care. Listen, I had a brother. I have a brother. He's a professional soccer. He was a professional soccer player in England. Right. Nice. Played, playing in a Premier League team, and yet my parents would say I was the better player. But I couldn't get out of my hometown. Go figure. <laughs> like I'm not naive enough to think that I was better than a guy that played in the Premier League, right? I feel like that's the sort of thing that my parents would say to make me not feel bad in public, right? I feel like that's the same thing with Cooper Manning. All right, right? fair enough. Two Uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks brothers, but this guy was the better one. Like He didn't even play in the league. (laughs) No, he's really talented. You know, you could see the game. He just couldn't apply it. No, I don't don't see it at all. Um, And to Gator, uh, calm, chaos is on track, my friend. That's what we do. That's what we do, uh, baby. And I guess uh, just Dan talking about uh, football or soccer, whatever it's called. Dude, uh, FIFA. The FIFA's on. Well, I mean, USA I'm tomorrow. My Canada, well, I'm wearing my Canada hat, so historic Did Canada moments. win? Did they win? No. Well, they actually, well. actually, that was that was the bad news. We'll start with the bad news. There, okay. So through t- every team's played two games so far. Huh? Only two teams have been eliminated, and Canada's one of them. So that's, oh, uh, and, that's, that's and, not so good. And, However, and they were unlucky because that draw – for them to get that draw was ridiculous. To romp the CONCACAF and to get what? Belgium the, and Croatia. You've got like, a former number one ranked team like, and, a, and the how, previous runner-up from the last World Cup. Like yeah. it's, it's madness to think that that could happen to them after romping the qualification. It's it's insane. It's Although you look at like the, you know the states being second in that group, getting England, like their group wasn't necessarily easy. No, it was always no, going to be tough draws anywhere, Wales, but yeah, Wales, it was Wales, it was an especially Wales difficult. Wales, no, Wales are normally – they're just happy to be there, I think. Iran – listen, we Australia goes through the Asian qualifiers. Iran are a very talented team when you least expect it, and you can see that when they beat Wales. I, I get that. England are a sort of team that can choke as well. So Canada could have done pretty well in that group, I think. They would have been doing as well. well Easily. Right. Easily. All right, fair enough. Well, anyway, I, they're out, so that's <laughs> nothing matters now. But, however, but they scored, right? Yes, they finally scored their first good. ever goal in the World Cup, and it was actually a beauty. Alfonso um, Davies, he's really good. Yep. Oh yeah, he's the he's, yeah. he's the 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 golden boy of, of the yeah, nation. Yeah. He's going to be the uh, guy generations to come. They're all going to be looking at him. It's, it's well, and Kadisha Buchanan's brother. He, I mean, he had the primary assist on the that goal. I don't know if that that's more of a sure. hockey term, but I'm Canadian, so of course I'd say that. But uh, I get it. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully the men can learn from the women and actually win games. But uh, yeah, still looking for that first ever World Cup win, but got the first ever World Cup goal. So at least that that monkey's off Canada's back, finally. Baby steps, baby. Baby yeah. steps. Hooray. Uh, and good news, though, uh, because my dad was born in Portugal, so half Portuguese. Uh, Portugal is one of the three teams that have actually qualified to the next round. Uh, so I think that's that's the thing. There's only five teams that have either advanced or been eliminated. So like going into that third game, there's a ton uh, still on the line. I know Gator's mentioning uh, that the states have to win or they'll be out tomorrow. I'd imagine that's probably where most of our viewers are watching and cheering for. So uh, good, good luck to y'all. They'll be all right. Y'all. Y'all. They'll get through. They'll be fine. Uh, anyway, so uh, not so fine, I think, is Damian Harris, who uh, thigh injury, and it looks like he'll be out. I mean, he did practice today. No, and No Socceroos beating Tunisia? No soccer is beating Tunisia, number two in their group behind France. What's we just spent five minutes talking about Canadian soccer? Go ahead. No, I'll save it for right. the end. Okay. okay. Uh, I don't think I yelled goal. I just screamed. 
and oh, almost woke my up. wife up, but she's she's such a great heavy sleeper that it actually didn't wake her up, so I didn't feel that. <laughs> uh, okay, that's. Are we talking about the the when the soccer still when you oh, guys yeah. scored? Yeah, yeah. Alfonso Davies. What time was, was the like, game? Was, what time was the game? What time was that game? Was ten a.m. and and oh, he scored okay. like sixty six seconds into the game, so it was it was literally ten oh one a.m. and I was like, yeah, nice. <laughs> And then it was all downhill from there. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so <laughs> Damian Harris l- didn't practice today. Not sure if he'll be in or not. Uh, again, it's always checking the injury reports. Thigh injury, though, and that's not something we normally discuss. And normally, that would be interesting to, ha- to have Doc talk about that. But I, at this point, he's probably not very playable anyway. He's very clearly behind Ramondre Stevens, and it's, it's like a 70-30 split. So maybe pick up Pierre Strong. He might be just a – right? He'd be the only other player on, in that Patriots backfield worth rostering, right? If it's not playing the Bills, yeah, it's probably not great. Like you wouldn't want to play Pierre Strong. You'd 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 pick him up in case Ramondre Stevenson got hurt and you got a spike in value. If you had like an extra spot, you could maybe afford to do that. But all right, so so me me and the doc go back and forth on this a little bit more because if a running back's out, he'll say go get the running back because it's the position I need. But I don't ever believe that like a third choice running back is going to come in and replace that value straight away. So I tend to lean on the pass catcher who is available, right? So if we already know that Myers and Parker will get into them in a little bit, they're going to struggle to make game time. Instead of leaning on the run, which we could probably say is going to be dominated by Ramondre Stevenson, if Pierre Strong gets work or what, J.J. Taylor, if he's still about on a, on a roster, I don't even know. If uh, that's the, the other rookie of, too, Kevin Harris, I think. Right, so if these are the sorts of guys that are on their roster, how much work are they going to see on a short week? I would probably say they will lean on the pass a bit more. So if if it was me, I would probably lean on their receivers. It's hard because you don't want to play these guys in a flex on a Thursday night. You're not going to. But for me, I would lean on guys like Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, even Hunter Henry's probably been dropped in a lot of leagues because he had a terrible, terrible season so far, but still popped off for 60-plus and a tutty this week. So I, if I oh, had to go... Yeah. So if I had to go and get a Patriots player, if you felt the need, I would probably pivot away from a guy like Pierre Strong and I would go to a receiver instead because that it seems to be the way that they will go. Instead of leaning on the run, they're probably going to have to exploit the pass a bit more. Mac Jones has looked a lot better the last couple of weeks as well. So be surprised if their confidence in him doesn't go up to do so as well. All right. So, and then, uh, well, actually, yeah. So quickly just uh, touch on what Gator was saying uh, that, yeah, Harris said that uh, Jacoby Myers uh, didn't practice today or, or was li- very limited in left practice today. I believe his is a, sh- a shoulder injury. You also yeah. have Devontae Parker with the knee injury. He came Myers. back last week. I don't think he aggravated it. So De- Parker might also be a guy that's been dropped and maybe in line to be picked up too. Was Myers not a concussion? Oh. That's when uh, he left the game with a concussion. Oh, Okay. I missed that. That's why I thought he left the game on Sunday. I thought he left with a concussion. Or, or Thursday, Thursday last week. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, a week, he still had a week to go through the proper protocols. I don't know if the doc was here, you'd say check the practice reports, check the practice reports. But, like, that's so a So far, it's one. been standard. Anyone who has a concussion yeah. is out, like, the week, week after. Too. Like, yeah. yeah. They don't so play the next that's, game. That's actually a good point, Dan. Of go pick up Aguilar. Go pick up um, Bourne. Take Juan Thornton, perhaps, even. Uh, and then Devontae Parker. I, I would imagine Parker's the priority of that group, and again, he might be available just because he's been dealing with injuries. He's done really well without McCoy, uh, without Myers near him as well. The, the weeks that Myers missed, I think it was a couple of weeks earlier in the year. Parker had those big weeks in him, like it, he. I think he had a zero, but then he came back with like a yeah. 128 yard game 
which is a couple touchdowns. So part it's, of the, it's part of the course yeah. for the Devontae Parker roller coaster. Yes, but he does Deep have target that receiver. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's going to be. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I don't think there's any really anyone really on the Bills that's dealing with injury. I mean, other than Josh Allen, but uh, maybe there was some initial hesitation entering the week. Looked like he came back and had a solid Josh Allen performance. Like he should be a top two, top three quarterback weekly the rest of the season. Right? Yeah, Unless anyone yeah. has any hesitation about Allen right now? Um, I have hesitation, but I don't think it's injury related. I just think that he is, for some reason, playing um, more cautious than he has before, which is in the red zone. So, but, you know, you're not going to drop Josh Allen or you're not going to not play Josh Allen because even his cautious is a high floor compared to what the other landscape for quarterbacks look like. I, had a, I, I wonder mean, maybe. Detroit's the, the so, an odd one, but they had a couple sticky matchups there for a while like some defenses that weren't too bad like i i get it but i don't know how you, at this time of the year you couldn't not play him it's, that's what i just said yeah it's i agree with gladys i, I don't know how you couldn't Top i mean five. you're not maybe it's not something where if, like nah. you know maybe yeah. gladys maybe your hesitation would be you wouldn't select him in dfs necessarily you wouldn't pay up for that you'd go with other quarterbacks. oh god options. no i'm not paying up for him in dfs i don't care okay. what is what his um uh matchup is no. Yeah, because like even like last week on the Full Press Fancy Pod, my co-host Brad Harvin and I were debating. Turns out it was actually a bad decision with Travis Etienne, but the idea was like I had him all the way up at RB three, and like I just said, like he's maybe someone you want to play in DFS, whereas Brad had him lower, like RB eleven. Okay, maybe not the target. You're still playing in your lineup leagues, but it's you not have... a bad decision if they leave because of an injury. I mean, there's nothing yeah. you can do about that. You know what yeah, I mean? No, just bad you can't predict there. that injury. Yeah. Plus, in that game, if he would have stayed in, he probably would have hit the DFS mark. Like, well, Jermichael Hasty went off. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right. Oh. <laughs> well, there we go. Four minutes ago, Damian Harris not expected to play Thursday. Yeah, uh, Gator just actually uh, joined us. Oh, there we go. In the chat, too. So, yeah, everyone's working together. What thanks, up, Doc? Thanks, thanks, Gator, for joining us. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, Doc's mentioning that, uh, yeah, working tonight, but uh, cruising to check in here in spirit and also in the in the chats. And again, you can join us on uh, YouTube, uh, Going for Two Live uh, channel on YouTube. And uh, yeah, uh, Doc will be back next week. So, we appreciate Doc for that. Uh, Doesn't Doc's picture look like? Um, have I said this already? Uh, Tony in well, the Iron Man one when he's out. Uh, and- I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it is. It's the picture uh, of Tony Stark. Oh, good. <laughs> so yeah, it's not just you guys. Yeah. Thank you. So okay, uh, we'll ask him next week why why. So he he's Doctor Stark. Yeah, but Doc that picture X is or, like or... when he's like promoting his that. Yeah, the the weapon. The weapon. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. His uh, his new satellite tracking missile yes. system, and yeah, cool. I'm, I'm watching all the Marvel in chronological order. It's daunting. I'm not lying. I'm only at Civil War right now. Um, when they came out with WandaVision, we Victoria <laughs> oh, and I watched it, I and then that. and then we started that. So that was like, it took us like almost like a year and a half to like get through. Like we weren't doing it like every weekend but like yeah you know, we, we we eventually hammered all the way through um and now we're at to the like the new releases now that have come out since uh infinity <laughs> and Endgame. i thought yeah he might be we, we do, we've never seen doc and tony stark, and stark in the, in same, the same room at the same time we have not you see and he even knows he knows the jericho missile system right so like yeah that, that more more evidence that points towards gator's theory i i'm totally with you gator Oh, Ooh, no. new vision show coming out. Thanks for having the foresight and the vision to tell us that, Jamie. Oh that my there's God. a new vision show. Why? Coming why? Out. Why? Why? Why is that happening? <laughs> yeah. 
it is the best way to watch them. Like, and they're little shorts on Groot too that are just so amusing. And the <laughs> fact that Vin Diesel is that voice, it stumps me every time I hear him say <laughs> I'm Groot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, you're the best, Gladys. <laughs> Dan, you need to like start watching pop culture stuff. I do. Yeah, he watched Star Wars. He hates Luke Skywalker. You did? Yeah, he's a dick. Did, so what do you think? <laughs> Does Zach Wilson look like uh, like Luke Skywalker in in his like? No, Zach but, but he also, he also looks, looks like, like a dick. Yeah. Zach Wilson looks like a Ken doll that doesn't have any gender parts. Which is a Ken doll. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, my take on the Star Wars thing was that a lot of it's garbage, <laughs> and I don't understand why. A lot of these movies are about spices and taxes because I feel like these are the sorts of things you don't really need to go to war about. That yeah. it's not hyper necessary to go into cyber war with people for spices and taxes. It makes no sense to me. To be honest, I just I kind of feel like it's short sighted about miners are serious. Yeah, like it's kind of short sighted about real global needs. So you know, let's I also up. I, I feel let's like spice up on has let's see up on the spice wars, right? Let's just calm Little down. Cards <laughs> on the table. I've never ever liked Star Wars. I'm a I'm Star Trek. I'm a Star I, Trek girl. It's funny. I, I watched Wars. them all. I watched oh. them all. There was a thread I had. It was my pinned tweet for about a year and a half because <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't going believe that. Yeah, and it was one of those things where I was like, "These are the movies that I'm watching in this direct order," and I was like, "Okay, I did. I did watch them in chrono- chronological order." It was fine, and that, yeah, that makes sense. They're still boring as hell, but like the only movie that I liked was the one that most people did, and that was Rogue One. I was like, this one actually. Oh yeah, I love Rogue One. Yeah, it actually puts the pieces together and it, it connects the past and the future properly, which it needed because there was so much disconnect between spice wars and tax problems, and it just was really problematic. Like, it just there was a lot of issues I had with that. I, 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 <laughs> You know, but I did. I did keep with it for those. I didn't actually keep with the thread, but I did keep watching the um, like the Boba Fett's and all that sort of stuff, kind of in between. But I missed like the last one or two because time constraints and whatnot. But like some of them, so it's okay if you watch it. But like, I don't think I want to be a hardcore like, you know, one of those fucking trekkies, right? I don't want to be like one of those people that don't care. Whatever, it's the same (laughs) shit. No, it's not. Star Trek is is better than Star Wars. Eh, Sure. But it's just like, I just still feel like, you know, people that get upset about tax problems and spice, spice allegations. It's just not, it's it's not something that really needed. See, Kyle's laughing because he knows I'm right. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's why he's laughing, Dan. You keep telling yourself that. Yeah. I just find this all entertaining, which is yeah. what I also find Star Wars and Star Trek to be entertaining. Yeah, it's fine. It's just the same thing. Like, it just it makes no sense after a while. You're just watching the same thing. Nothing I'm going to guess Gator probably doesn't like the Tarantino, like Pulp Fiction or uh, Reservoir Dogs, where the story is out of order. He probably doesn't love those movies, even though I, I absolutely adore them. I, I don't like Tarantino, period. So ah, That's fair. <laughs> yeah. They're. They're okay. Uh, they're, they're, they're over. They're overhyped for. They're over violent. There's no reason for as much violence in his movies as he does. There. There's a lot. Or of as much, you know, cussing to prove that you know he's one of the boys. As Sarah. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. He, he does seem to get away with a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. Well, um, yeah, that's Hollywood for you. Uh, here we're going for two, though. However, and I guess you know what. We've uh, we've danced around enough. Do we just want to get right to the game? Yes. Colts and 
Steelers. Gladys, talk about your Steelers. And it's a 39 higher I looked at it this week, too. I looked at it this week. This is like the first week I looked at it. Um, What am I doing? Sorry. Oh, just like just since you're the Steelers fan, what what are your general thoughts of either just seeing like they're I mean they're on the road, but they're road underdogs. And to if the Colts Mike and... Tomlin loses to Jeff Saturday, I might just have to go to Pittsburgh and fucking cause some serious chaos. That's that's my feeling on the whole game right there. I cannot, will not, shall not believe that Tomlin will be out coached by Saturday. I won't. I I refuse to believe that. I can't. I just can't. I can't. So clearly Gladys is taking the, the Steelers as two and a half point underdogs. Uh, yes, she is. And under, because I don't think they're going to score. I don't think anyone's going to score. But I think that there's no way, there's no way Pittsburgh gets beat by Indy tonight. Indoors? Come on. Tomlin 18-2 on Monday night. Yeah, thank you, Gator. Yeah. Interesting. How many, of those with, how, many of those, how many of those 18 and 2 are with Kenny Pickett? Just out of curiosity, just Dude. just want to just put it out there. I just need to know the question. You can check that for. Um, okay, later. first of all, we a couple of them are with an aging Ben Roethlisberger, who you cannot tell that, me. I would take better. that all day over most quarterbacks still in the league. Some of the quarterback play we've seen this year has been horrific. It has, but yeah, I, like it's and, I, and what we I'm saw from Roethlisberger last year was bad, pretty bad. But like, it's not this bad. It's not. It's not Zach Wilson bad, right? It's not Bryce Perkins uh, bad. It's not Kyle Allen bad. It's still, I'm going to throw it 40 times a game. Is, is Bryce Perkins get... even fair? He's the third string quarterback. Listen, yeah, he's a third that's string quarterback. Take, listen, I will take and I ben thought he Roethl- did okay. I'll take Roethlisberger, throw him for 225 a week to like players and getting the most out of them than this crap. Because what I've seen it this year, it's just atrocious. What, what, like, listen, listen to me ask. So what, one game with Kenny Pickett, Here's a serious question. Would you rather watch Ben Roethlisberger last year or Russell Wilson this year? <laughs> and if you can't answer that, honestly, I don't know what to tell you because Russell this Wilson this year is up there with Zach Wilson this year. He's trash. So like, Down there, Roth, you mean. He's terrible. So like, at least Roethlisberger last year got them to what? Eight, nine wins and had players that were fantasy viable on a weekly basis and they were, they were somewhat entertaining half the time. Whatever we see this, and it's not, I know it's not Pickett's fault completely. I get that. But some of the quarterback play we've seen across the board this year has been appalling. To think well, that Roethlisberger this year isn't an improvement on that, I don't know. Um, I I agree with uh, this Eric Brewer. I would I think that that we still have players that are fantasy viable. Like I'm not playing Najee every week. Can't but I play play, Deontay Johnson. I'm playing no, not Deontay Johnson, but I play Farmington and I play. Well, I think that's a Pickens. DFS question. I think. Yeah, it is a DFS question, but still, I would Which play. We can get to in a sec. I would play Farmington every week and in, in redraft. I would play Pickens every week and in, in redraft, and I would play the Steelers defense every week. And I'm not sure I'm on with Pickens every week, no. just because. I, I think he's, he's good. He's, he's had a good year for what he's done and what he's yeah, had to deal with. I just he's don't been, think he's, he's been, high enough. I think to he's be... been very good. But like even with DFS, like he's spotty at best. It's very spotty. He needs the right I, matchup. And I, that's what I was gonna say. Like I would automatic start him every week, but in the right matchups, I would. Like he's probably I I don't because I don't think like I don't have Pickens ranked in the top twenty four, right? So if, if to me like if you're in the top twenty four, that's 
the for sure must start. And then, of course, flex spots and stuff. But I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Are, Gladys seems a bit more confident, though. But but you're. it's funny because I think – are we all saying Pickens over Johnson right now? Yeah. Best sure. of season? I can't, I can't even sure. play – I have Deontay Johnson in my heart. He's one of my favorite players. I love Deontay Johnson. He's incredible to watch. I can't even play him right now. He, is, he, was, he was a bona fide starting wide receiver last year, getting you 17 points a game. Last week, what do you go? He was like the wide receiver again? 10 last year. What are you, two for 25 last week? What's what's he giving you this week? What confidence do you have throwing him out in your lineup? Look, we're going into playoffs. I, I benched him this week. I played a second tight end. I played Foster Moreau over him. I had zero confidence in what I could get from him on a Monday night against the Colts. I, I played the odds. I'm like, okay, Seattle's terrible against tight ends. Okay. One of the bottom two teams against Thomas. So I know that Moreau had a decent matchup. But the fact that I knew that a guy that was going to get three, four targets was having a better week than Deontay Johnson, that's terrifying too. Because you didn't draft Johnson in the third, fourth round for this to not happen. Brutal. I, I, t- I played uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones over him in a league this week. And yeah, I, uh, outside of, I think, entering the year, he was my second most rostered if, player overall in all my leagues. I had Tyler Boyd and... If Jalen Warren is outscoring Deontay Johnson on a weekly basis, that is a problem. So, and good Eric for Jalen Warren. He's been fantastic too. I mean, it's a shame he's not playing tonight because he would have done well against the Colts. I think that's a good matchup uh, yeah, for him. Yeah, Jalen Warren out, uh, so uh, Najee Harris should get a lot of the work. And then that kind of does lead to Eric Brewer's question here. So his DFS lineup: uh, captain of Jonathan Taylor with Najee Harris, Matt Ryan, Pat Fryermuth. Devondre or not Devondre Paris Campbell and Ashton Doolin uh still not over the Packers losing last night apparently um that's the the Devondre Campbell reference but yeah I think the one thing is no Deontay Johnson in this lineup right so I think it's a it's a thumbs up in that direction right (laughs) I think he's paying too much for the captain I don't think I'd put JT in captain because I think that's going to be a chalk move I would put well and we'll get to your prop in a sec Gladys would would you play Fryermuth then instead as the captain I actually, in my in my sure. DFS, I put I put Frymuth as captain, and I have Frymuth as captain, and I don't have the only difference is I don't have Najee in at all. Um, so, so let's let's say they let's say Eric plays Frymuth as captain. Which player? Which which player would you upgrade? Because I think I know where I'd, I'd go for an upgrade. But um, what do you, I would Frymuth. Because assuming if he goes as Frymuth as the captain and then JT in the lineup, he'll save JT. some money, right? He uh, yes. because of so because what, what can you is do like with ten, those? JT's like what nineteen? Frymuth is ten and JT's like nine thousand more, I think. And being the captain, it boosts it more. So if if you have a less expensive captain, you'll be able to he'll be able to save money by doing that, I believe, right? So if, if right. he does that and, and switches Frymuth and JT, which other other spot of these players do you think he should upgrade? Well, it, it appears that he's going. See one. What is that? One, two, four, two. So he's so he's going high on the Colts. He's going four two Colts. Um, if he puts Frymouth captain has JT Matt Ryan, I would upgrade either. Well, I like Paris Campbell. Campbell's interesting. Yeah. Can I? Campbell's can I suggest actually a different cap? Is is Matt Ryan less expensive than Jonathan Taylor? Yes. I think I'd make that the captain, and then. Because to your point, Gladys, he's already so invested in the Colts. If the Colts offense really is going to perform, especially with the receivers, you know, if if Paris Campbell's going to have a good game, it's probably going to be through Matt Ryan's arm. And same with like if Aston Doolin scores a touchdown, that's probably a Matt Ryan passing touchdown. So that almost makes more sense as the captain to stack with those those two receivers that that he already has. Mm -hmm. 
I, I like, I mean, if, if that is your, if that's your game script, I like that. Matt Ryan, captain, JT, Campbell, Dolan's an excellent choice because he's not going to, he's probably going to be like 10% owned at best. And he is a good threat out there. Yeah, I like it. But, so I, I, so I think, I think the idea of playing JT as captain is if we like this lineup and he's able to afford all these players with Jonathan Taylor as captain, like you were saying, Glass, your, your initial thought is, oh, that's so expensive to pay up for the captain. But it seems like he has a lineup that works. So I guess the, it's contingent on if, if Eric does pivot down to either Matt Ryan or Fryermuth, it's all about which player they that he can replace. And maybe right. that's not even there. Like, let's say maybe there's not a significant upgrade that he can make. Is it just better to stay with JT as captain? Still his defense at 4,400 to be captain. I mean, TJ Watt's going to get some, isn't he? He is. That's true. Yeah. That all line has been pretty bad. And wow. Dan, that does lead us to a second question. So all to say, Eric, I think we really like the lineup. I don't know if there's anything really structurally about this that we change. It, it, I think the, the, I guess the thought is how committed are you to Jonathan Taylor as the captain? Jonathan Taylor in the lineup makes a lot of sense, but does it make more sense to go with a Matt Ryan or Fry Meath as a captain? And that's maybe something to to play with a little bit. I don't know if you, if you Eric, you're you're still watching. If you want to like try things out and let us know what you think of that, but that might be the the only thing we do. But this is also a pretty good lineup, I think. I think it is too. All right, so that it. leads us to another question here. Uh, George Cook uh, up by one fantasy point, and uh, uh, George's opponent has Michael Pittman. Which defense do they start tonight to try and secure the win? Steelers defense or Colts defense? Uh, I like the Steelers defense, but, you know, that could be a yeah. homer pick. But the offensive line on, even even though Saturday has improved it, the offensive line on the Colts is not that great. I, I can see T.J. Watt getting to Matt Ryan at least twice. At least twice. But... I'm hoping Pittman doesn't play, so because I'm playing against some guy who has Pittman. So we're let's, let's you and I, George, hope that Pittman doesn't play as a healthy scratch or something. I don't want him to be hurt. I just want him to be a healthy scratch. Well, and I think to try and I, th- I, I mean, the scenario I, I suppose works for both. Let's say like the Colts throw a, a couple interceptions, like Matt Ryan, or sorry, you know, Kenny Pickett throws a couple interceptions uh, that are close, and like Pittman scores a, a, a touchdowns on the ensuing plays after. Like you're fine in terms of the correlation there, but the idea would be if you want Pittman to have a bad game, you'd want the Colts' offense to have a bad game, and thus making the Steelers' defense the, the better play to correlate the bet. You hope that those drives ends with turnovers, which makes it less points to be scored for Pittman per drive, but then also adds to your score. So it would make sense to go with the opposite team's defense, right? The way right. to look at also, I think the Colts have also had a lot of problems up front as well. So Bruckner's, I think, out. Pay's still out. There is Shaquille Leonard's still out. Is like, Franklin out? Because I've got a lineup I have to check with him. Franklin <laughs> was sick prior to the game. I, I remember that. I think he's in. I had one. I had a friend of mine. He has, he has EJC and Franklin, so he was right to go. But... Uh, yeah, it looks like he's in. It's the yeah, going for two Riders league, and I'm I, I'm close to a win, so it actually does matter. Yeah, so I mean, I, the way I look at it, like in terms of getting pressure to Kenny Pickett, like they don't have, they're missing a lot of pieces up front for that to be something that happened. Not that they can't contain Pittsburgh. I just don't think the big play will be there as often as you think. I think anytime you've got TJ Watt in a lineup and Haywood on the other side, I, that's 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 something you've got something to bite on with that and you just look i i think pippen's going to go off today so you know i've got him uh if anyone tuned into my show 
Friday? I was going to say Thursday. I'm still a day behind. It, and it was yeah, last it, it was Friday for us anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a clean sweep of the Colts with uh, with Pittman going over 65 and a half. Like, and that's okay. – it's gonna, it's gonna happen. It's, it's not gonna happen. It's probably gonna happen. No. So here, here's the thing, Gladys. I, I yes. agree with you. I don't think there's any way that Jeff Saturday out coaches Mike Tomlin. Never. But if the quarterback play and the, and the players on the field play better, I could see the stereo where the Colts just win, not because of coaching, just because of talent. And um, I think, but that hinges on can this line protect specifically against. TJ Watt, because it seems like the 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 real problem for this Colts offensive line are the tackles. The interior is pretty good, and, but like especially against an edge rusher like Watt, that seems like that's where that's really going to be the problem. So I think it, it does kind of hinge on can the Colts run the ball effectively, and 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 that way you know you, TJ Watt can't just tee off and and pass rush every single time. Like you have to kind of make him second guess, and and it'll be passing in some unobvious times running in some unobvious times like it's gonna have to be contingent on that but if the Colts are really predictable with what they do then yeah it's probably gonna be really tough to win not to say that that'll be necessarily out coaching because yeah there's there's there is a chance that happens and Mike Tomlin just completely out coaches Jeff Saturday and it's not even close but there's also a, a, a chance where the play the players can make up that difference with coaching is that why you pick the Colts well, yeah, there's there's a few reasons. One to maybe go against the grain of, of the co-hosts of everyone else, but uh, Dan Dan hit on the, the name. It's it's Kenny Pickett, and right now, as bad as bad as Matt Ryan has been, I think I still trust him to get the win more than than Kenny Pickett. So um, Pickett looks okay uh, in spurts, though. He, he looks okay in spurts. Yeah, I, I do believe that. I don't think he looks bad, and that's the thing. I, I think a full preseason under his belt where you know he's the starter, not this flipping, flopping crap with Trubisky. I think he's going to be, this is going to do him a world of good next year. I, I firmly believe he's going to be okay in a year's time. It's just, I don't know what they're doing in, in Pittsburgh at the moment. I, I just, six weeks ago, Frymouth couldn't get a, he couldn't get a catch. Like, I remember sitting here with you guys going, what's, what are we doing here? Like, this guy was clearly, as a rookie, one of your best players a year ago. And now the guy can barely get two targets a game. It's I don't know what's been going on with Pittsburgh. It's it's been hard. And we've watched a lot of Pittsburgh, I think, as a group over the past few years, to be fair. I think especially the COVID year, we got a lot of Pittsburgh games. And last year we had it maybe once or twice on a Monday or a short night or whatever. But this is the worst I think they've looked. And that sucks because I do like I genuinely do like Pittsburgh. I love Mike Tomlin. He's awesome, right? But I don't know what's going on with pick it at the moment what why they aren't throwing to their best receiver Najee I, Harris doesn't look right it's it's just it's it's a weird sort of conglomerate of off it's just off um I think it started of- with with choosing Pickett in the first round like I I think it started with them do you think you could have fallen for them in the second uh yeah Yes, I do. Maybe, maybe Tennessee take him then. I don't know. Maybe but, they but take then, him. The what, what would they have done with the first round pick? Would they have just taken George Pickens anyway in the first round? So does it really make a difference? You just no. I think they would have pick, gone pick O-line. more than Pickens. I think they would have gone O line the first round. They should have yeah. gone O line. There was a lot of O line talent that the there back was a of lot of O line talent in that in that draft. And I think that do you once do you almost you think make... they should have just not taken Pickett and kind of wrote it out with Trubisky and still yeah. like... it hasn't listen it hasn't it hasn't half worked out bad for Atlanta and Seattle. With recycled quarterbacks this year, okay, Carolina, oh, yeah, a, especially Seattle. For sure. Carolina's been a cluster, but like, at least like Seattle and Atlanta, like they're competitors in their own division. 
Right. So it couldn't have been that much worse to go from a three and what three and three and nine team is that a three and eight team? Is that what Pittsburgh are three and seven? Like it, it can't have been that much worse to ride Trubisky for the year. It can't have been. It can't Sorry, have been. Jack is. It but yeah, be. I think all the, all these reasons explain why the Steelers are underdogs, and uh, of course, all these all, everything we're talking about this this game prediction over under, uh, you know, the, the Colts being favored, all that is found from Underdog. And if you sign up for Underdog today, use the promo code GF two capital G capital F the digit two like it says on the shirt, not not the eight though, ignore the eight, but two going for two, and uh, GF two is the uh, promo code again. So. Uh, if you use that on uh, Underdog, you can get a, a deposit match up to $100. So you put in $100, they'll give you a free 100 So, I mean, you can, if you sign up right now, you can even bet on these uh, these uh, uh, this Colts-Steelers uh, game and, and some of the props we'll talk about in a bit. But, uh, yeah, I think we're pretty split on this uh, this panel, uh, halfway, th- uh, mi- you know, split down right down the middle in terms of Colts-Steelers. So Dan and I are both taking the Colts uh, as two-and-a-half-point favorites. Gladys and the Doc going with the Steelers as two-and-a-half-point underdogs. Yep, because they kind of set themselves up to go O-line for all the picks. Okay, I think, yeah, it's referring um, to the Steelers, right? Okay. They, they're going to hit the offensive line heavy with uh, with some of their draft picks in 2023. They'll probably take a receiver, too, that'll come out and be amazing that they can afford. Because they, like, now they have a, an extra second-round pick. Right. They traded a receiver way for. <laughs> Just replaced with another receiver. Um. Yeah, I'm picking the Steelers. I think they're going to win outright. I don't I, – I would take the money line on them, but – I'll take and I mean that. So to be fair, to anyone betting, that probably pays out better than just taking them as two and a half point underdogs and picking against the spread. Right. I, I'm really, I'm trying to understand betting, but sometimes I get confused. Um, but yeah, I'm taking the Steelers with the dock and the points and going. I love that sound. It's so calming. Someone's coming in and out of the house. <laughs> oh really? Less <laughs> calming for Dan. It's like, yeah. oh no, no, I'm stressed. What's going on? I'm trying to think, he's robbing me right now. <laughs> gonna steal the drum don't steal the drum set not the drum set lower and they lower. can take it i don't I still don't know who's they are <laughs> well, i guess if they're gonna play them uh, just taking but... up space <laughs> so you're not ringo star Nah. gator's clearly taking the steelers as well i think he he also mentioned he thinks they'll, they'll win outright so that seems to be a popular pick so maybe dan and i are wrong here uh we'll see yeah my faith, my faith isn't in the cults believe me that's my part faith, of my thinking my faith, too is, is the lack of faith in Kenny Pickett. Well, That's kind yeah. of what I'm thinking as well. And, and and the thing is, like, 39 seems like it could be a problem. But listen, when two – I mean this in the nicest possible way, so Gladys, emails. When two bad teams play each other, right? When two bad teams play each other, they can, like, like mistake their way to an entertaining game. That's what I'm banking on. <laughs> That's, like, That's why you're like, going this, with the higher. This could be, this could, listen, can I – can they did you go higher? I, I did. Yeah. He's the only I, one going higher. Yeah. But can can I get them, lower? Listen, oh. can Matt Ryan get them to twenty three, and can Pickett get them to seventeen? Probably. Probably. That's 40, yeah. That's that's where I'm at. Like, can I get a 23-17 game? Can can that happen? Yes. The problem is, is the two best offensive players for me are the running backs, and that obviously takes a lot of time to to move the needle that way. But you know, I think RBs do matter. Get the shirt they, from uh, Braiding Global. Uh, you can also really, uh, access some of the going for two stuff. Going for two.com slash store. They really get, don't. Onto the Braiding Global site, including the yeah. uh, going for two uh, collection. Yeah. But yeah, this is not from going for yeah. two collection, but it, it seemed appropriate for tonight's game. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where I'm going. I think I think Matt Ryan's looked a little bit better since he's come back in. I think he can move the ball enough. 
Uh, Pittsburgh have a, enough problems. They've had enough problems in their secondary this year, to be honest with you. So I think you can get enough out of Pittman, maybe Doolin as well, to move the ball down a bit, bit more efficiently than what Pickett might. P- P- Pickett will still have his moments. It'll come. He'll have his moments today. Don't don't mistake that from happening. It's just, you know, he'll have to find Frymouth. He'll have to find Pickens. You might have to remember who Johnson is at times and go that way. I think I think maybe Jalen Warren being out, and you'll see my prop in a minute, is a good thing for Najee Harris because he'll be out there a little bit more. And listen, he didn't need help last year, Najee Harris. He didn't. So when he's out there often enough, he'll get the work done. So I'm interested to see how he performs tonight without a, another running back protruding on his work. But it kind of reminds me of when Melvin Gordon had Austin Eckler start the work in. Like that first year, Eckler came in and he started to bite down on that, a little bit of uh, Gordon's work. And before you know it, Gordon's not needed on third downs. And then before you know it, Eckler takes his job. So that's before you know, he's playing future in the Denver locker room, getting cut. He went to the Chiefs practice. Yeah, he went to the Chiefs, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. He rebounded well. Horned and Brian Edwards as well. So Just just whoring himself around the AFC West. Very good, Melvin. Well done. But it's just one of those things. But like, I feel Ooh, like Melvin Gordon with the Raiders. That's going to look good next year. They're going to need when someone. When they can't re-sign Josh Jacobs? Yeah, that, yeah that'll. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then everyone who's high on Samir White can be really mad at Melvin Gordon. Just like everyone who's high on Javante Williams could be mad at Melvin Gordon this year. Yeah. 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 What, what, was your, what was your prop, Dan? My prop is Najee Harris higher than three receptions. Oh, three receptions? Yeah. Listen, it's funny had... because we all that. went with receiving props. That's Which hilarious. Dan was talking about the run game so much, but... The funny thing is, is we all went higher as well. And for a game which is stricken with so much lower, like, <laughs> like it's a lower, lower than 39. It's only a two and a half point margin. It's two teams that struggle. Like, why are we going higher on anything? It should be mistakes, but... To be honest, I went higher. Look, Jalen Warren out does that receiving work. It keeps Harris on the field more. That's fine. But look, he's had four receptions last week. A uh, week or two before that, he had six receptions. No Warren out there. I feel like this is a time where Harris could hit that three. He's, he's done it two of the last three weeks easily. You put him out there enough, and they're going to be on those like third and longs. Harris is going to get a few of those dump offs, and I think that's where he's going to shine. So, you know, again, that's why I don't hate Pickett for today because. Again, if your best playmaker really is Najee Harris, get him the ball. <laughs> my my it's argument would be it's right? not. It's Pat Frymuth. My argument would be it's fine. Frymuth's awesome. Once they figured out that he was on their team this year, he's been great. He has. And I love Frymuth too. And I don't, I don't want to take that the wrong way. But obviously with what Harris was able to do last year from the get-go, receiving and on the ground, he was he was phenomenal. Last year, yes, he was the best yeah. player. And he, this year, okay, he, he came led, in injured. Didn't he lead and, running backs in receptions last year? Yeah, he was he was outstanding. So, like, the idea that he can't get three receptions in a game that they might be chasing, it's kind of – I feel like that's almost like a layup to me. And, again, you know how I feel about props. I chase the smallest number possible <laughs> because it seems to be the safest number to go with. It, it just kind of is. Harris has gone over. Two three. Of, yeah, well, he's gone over two of the last three weeks, and there's no other no other running back on his roster that can kind of compete with him for, for those air yards. So why not? It's funny because Doc also went with a player on receptions. He went George Pickens uh, four receptions higher. It's funny because in my mind, when Dan was saying, "Oh, the, the Steelers' best playmaker be Najee Harris," in my mind, I was thinking, "Is it not George Pickens?" But then Gladys yeah. did remind us of of the tight end, and so Gladys, I uh, want to talk about your Pickens roster. has been really good too. He's been really good in a really Bad, I'd say it again. In a really bad team, I think Pickens has been really good. So I'm looking forward to see what he can do against this, this Colts team. I think he's going to have a good day. 
Yeah, um, I, was intrigued, I, mean, I, I was actually intrigued with his yards more than the four receptions, but uh, I think his, 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 his yardage is pretty close to what uh, you're going with, Gladys. Uh, 43 and a half uh, higher for Pat Frymouth, um receiving yards is what I went with. Right? Yeah, I think Pickens is right around there. Like, I think it's like 40, it's a 43 and a half, 44 and a half. So, like, they're both really, really? Close. yeah, yeah. I don't think I saw that because I would have, but I, I think both of those are pretty interesting to be honest. So, uh, what did you go with? Well, I'll get to mine in a second, but did you want to talk about like Frymouth, like your argument for saying he is their best playmaker? I'd actually like to hear you expand on that a little bit. Uh, he, he, in the last four weeks, he has like a 20 plus percent target share. He's mm-hmm. had over yeah. 43 and a half yards in the last three out of the four games, and it wasn't even close. In the game he missed, he had 36 yards. He's had like seven, he's averaging like 8.5 targets in the last seven games. Yeah. He's, he's, the best playmaker they have on that field. It's yep. it's weird when you watch because it feels like it comes at the end of each half. Yeah. And they just go bang, 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 and then half time. And then he does nothing for another one and a half quarters. And then with like five minutes to go, <laughs> that Canada bang, sucks. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're actually gonna call yeah. it. It just it's uh, blame Canada. Yeah. Matt Canada sucks. I mean, yeah. the last game, what they had like twelve yards the second half, the complete second half after dominating the first half. It's it's ridiculous. I didn't watch we, much NFL while I was away, but that was a game that I did get, and it was hard to watch. It was not hard. about they, Tomlin, Pist- they played Canada. Steelers. They played Steelers in Australia. Yeah, they did. It was there was a couple like the uh, times were weird. So like Monday night footballs are like Tuesday at midday. It was my mind was just blown up. I don't know what happened. I didn't know when my waivers my waivers weren't hitting at the right oh, time. Yeah. I'm like, what's no, going on? Be- what am I doing? What am I doing? Uh, but okay, so yeah, so yeah, three three Steelers receiving props. Dan Najee Harris receptions higher. Doc George Pickens receptions higher. Three for Harris, four for Pickens, and then Gladys. Is it forty three and a half for Frymouth or forty four and a half? Either one of those going higher on the receiving. Um, props. I think it's forty. It was forty three and a half. It may have gone up to forty four and a half. Okay. But- um, so I'm gonna go with a Colts player. If you can't tell from the shirt, I really like Jonathan Taylor, and actually I haven't fully decided, so I did want to kind of talk. Through two, di- oh, it's, he never does. It's, it's but it's it's this is this is simpler because they're both JT props. Okay, and it's it's actually essentially the same prop, but it's do I want the prop or the rivals version of the prop? He's do trying I want to figure. Jonathan he's trying Taylor? to suss it out, Gladys. Just deadpan him. Well, Dan's so good at this, so I, I almost wanted to see what, what Dan's reaction is initially. Uh, if it was a Steelers player, I'd ask Gladys, but it's a Colts player, so. Should have turned you. I mean, you, you're like Jeff Saturday players. I don't care. It's Jeff Saturday. Shh. Should have tuned Sorry. in Friday night. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I should have. Um, darn. Um, well, yeah, because you're, you're all in on Michael Pittman. But uh, so Jonathan Taylor, uh, back to your point, Dan, of the low lines. When I first was going through, 13 and a half receiving yards looked yeah. really intriguing to me on Taylor. Yeah. More than the rushing. And I mean, his, his combined yards is over 100. So a little trickier to get to those. Uh, Steelers defense still pretty good. So 13 receiving yards against a good pass rush might need the dump offs especially with Matt Ryan back at quarterback. If it was Sam Ellinger, I'd, I'd be less inclined to go with that one. The only other one is it would actually counter your pick, Dan, the rivals pick with Taylor for uh, receiving yards against Najee Harris. Underdog is giving uh, five and a half receiving yards to Taylor. So five and a half yeah, receiving receptions. yards plus for Taylor against Najee Harris. I considered it, but I do think your game script might be right as they, they might rely on, on Najee Harris. So I, I feel like I'm probably just going to go with just Taylor's yards flat out and not go with the rivals this week although last yeah. time i did that where i was debating do i go with this or a rivals i should have gone with the rivals pick it was a uh, uh, i think it was montgomery versus herbert that when they were playing the patriots 
yeah. uh, rushing yards. Yeah, you were and uh, yeah, yeah, didn't I didn't do that? And I, I went with I think it was Myers receiving yards what instead. And that, that what that was his line for? Uh, what was his line for rushing times? Still eighty six and a half. Uh, yeah, that's what last time I saw it was eighty six and a half. Okay. So just for those who play first touchdown, Steelers had not scored a first touchdown on an away game wow. this season. They scored that. Wait, that's not true. Week one, Minka Fitzpatrick intercepted oh. Joe Burrow and ran for a he touchdown. Everything, looks, only so, everything touchdown. looks so bright and fuzzy after that. Exactly. That's <laughs> the only bright. time the Steelers scored a first touchdown on an away game. So do that I guess I'm okay going long. with the Colts this week. Uh, but but dark <laughs> first is right. touchdown. We, we, we should we should update the standings uh, quickly here. Well, I, um, I, believe, I believe I believe I went for three for three last week. No, two weeks ago. Uh, Last week you three. only got one right. No, I got three right. The Washington game that was two weeks ago. No, I got the Arizona and uh, San Fran game. I got that well right. San Fran. Uh, plus... Yeah, you did. You did you take the lower? No. Yeah, I did. I went San Fran plus eight lower. Yeah, didn't the higher hit? I thought. No, it was lower. It was lower. Oh, we'll check this out before it. And what also, was the line? What was, was the line last week? And I also won on uh, Kittle as well. I went three, but three, didn't didn't friend. he only get four though? I thought you pushed that one. Forty eight was the total for last week. What was the what was the line? Oh, I guess they did win thirty seven ten. Yep, wasn't it? Thirty eight thirty eight ten. Still Didn't go higher. Huh? Was what it, was the line? See, I thought it was, I thought the line was thirty-seven and a half. That's why I thought it they like it just hit the higher. Uh, went under. Pretty sure. I don't know. Okay. Pretty sure. For, uh, listen again. I, I was on a I was on a different time zone. I might have drank a little. I don't remember yeah, too Kittle, much. Kittle only caught four, so you actually pushed that one. Hey, I did get that right. I didn't put you on for the tie there. Three for three. <laughs> yeah. Uh. You two are funny. So, sorry, let me uh, let me correct that real quick. But I guess that puts Dan at 21, 11, and 4. Uh, Doc is at 23, 9, and 3. So, Dan, you're, you know, a couple couple behind Doc. Or, sorry, 24, 9, and, and 3. So, yeah, you're three behind Doc right now uh, in second. And Gladys, I'm at 18, 15, and 3. You're at 15, 18, and 3. So, we're, we're both kind of close to each other. Um, mm. Yeah, should have gone with 49ers last week. Darn, darn us. That looked like a bad game to watch as well. The over and under last week was 43. And you went higher? Went lower. It was 48. The game ended at 48 points. All right, then I missed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. We, we, I was right. <laughs> I'm going to change all this back. <laughs> so, yeah, Gladys, we went two for three last week. So, we, we, we did well. The doc's, the doc's hustling me while he's away. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks I mean, doc. doc went lower as well, so he got that wrong too. Yeah. It's okay. No, for some reason, I thought it was. A, I'm with I'm with Gladys. I thought it was higher than what we thought. I also posted them like really early I, in the week. I'm so confused. I'm so confused right now. Oh, anyway. If the doc went lower, then he got it right, right? Because it was 48 and it was 43. That's what I'm saying. Oh my God! Yeah, there the was total, not the supposed game, to be mad. The, the higher hit last week. The higher hit. Right. Last week. The higher hit last so week. So you and I got that right, Gladys, because Doc and, okay. and, Dan, and Dan went lower. We finally <laughs> figured it out. Yeah, he went lower than forty-three. 
Uh, so okay. Doc is admitting his fault. So we're, we're three against one here, Dan. Sorry. Oh, Dan, it's not math. Australian math. Hey, hey, it's US you know, math, man. The, the, the time zone conversion rate, it, you know, it changes it, numbers. Yeah, it changes. <laughs> Are you like looking uh, it up? He doesn't trust anyway, us. So yeah, so we're going to recap just real quick. Uh, so three quarters <laughs> of the panel went, or no, sorry, we split half and half. Uh, three quarters of the panel went with uh, lower, though. Dan going higher this week. He's picking higher this week. Higher this week on the underdog sponsor. sponsor. 23-7-8, let's go. And then uh, Dan and I both took the Colts as two and a half point underdogs. And sorry, uh, or sorry, two and a half point favorites. Gladys and Doc took the Steelers at two and a a half point underdogs. Who's James Smith? Is that a friend of yours, Dan? (laughs) (laughs) He's Spartan, it seems. We have a saying back home with we have a saying back home it's called fuck off james so <laughs> man the swear jar tonight is gonna be filled that's yeah. cool. i'm jet lagged i'm jet lagged uh... and yeah doc's still working of course always uh, contributing and he's still winning this these uh props and bets and he, he was all the start of the year i'm not very good at this but yeah he's yeah he's still, he's still uh, leading blah, the way blah, 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 blah. whatever doc whatever doc wherever well hey dan if, i mean if doc gets all three wrong and you get all three right You'll catch up and you'll be tied. So just get all three right this week. You'll be good. Because you, you, to, to your credit, Dan, you got all three right two weeks ago with, with Washington. Yeah. So you can brag about that week if you want. I don't brag about anything that's Washington, my friend. <laughs> right, fair enough. Watch take any pride in that. Okay, well, we'll, we'll talk about the props. So uh, Doc and Dan both went, both went with reception props. Najee Harris, higher than three receptions. George Pickens, higher than four receptions. Dan went with Najee. Uh, Doc went with George Pickens. Gladys took Pat Fryermuth higher than 44 and a half receiving yards. And I took Jonathan Taylor also higher receiving yards, 13 and a half for, for, for JT. They all seem like very logical things to happen. I, like, so again, we all like, get all I, four wrong. Yeah. Like, you know what it is? When I see them, when I see them laid <laughs> out and you go, when you see them laid out, you're like, you can kind of see a picture of how these things can happen through a game. You're like, all right, well, okay, Fryermuth, they're going to play catch up. They're going to have to do it quickly. I get it. I like the idea of Harris getting the receiving work with Warren out. Okay, I get it. Taylor's going to dominate the game. Okay, I get it. Pickens is the big play guy. I get it. So, like, we're not chasing totals either. I mean, Taylor's Taylor's is a bit high, but it can happen. It, it really can. It, all he needs is that one play, and it's and he's over, right? So... I feel like they're very close. I like the idea of this hitting for all four of us this week, to be honest. I think it's close. Yeah, because I think some of the, the ones I would have been considering were some of the ones you, you guys pick. Like, Dan, I liked your thought, too, with the, you know, I would have loved to see what JT on receptions. That wasn't available, so I had to go with the yards there. But uh, that well, thinking it's was funny cool. because a lot of those props that, that dropped on Friday, obviously my show's on a Friday night. And I, I see props that hit on a Friday and half of them aren't there. They, yeah, they disappear. They realize people are people then, are gone to one side or the other, yeah, and they don't want to lose They've pounded like. Good job, Taylor, dog. T- yeah, Taylor at one point was like twelve and a half receiving yards. I was like, oof, like that's. I can I can see him getting one target and getting one reception for fifteen. Like that can happen. Yeah. Two for fifteen, sure. Three for fifteen, maybe not. Like. It's funny, and then like it's Sunday morning, and then it lasts an hour and a half. They're like, yeah, no, we can't do that. <laughs> they kill the odds. They're pretty quick. To, they're pretty quick. They're pretty good, to be honest, at killing odds that they know that, that are just bad. My show looks ter- 
before hit Saturday morning. The moral of that story is that get you on early. watch Dan's show on Friday and get on those props. Yeah, so make your bets live still. while he's talking. Make oh, your man. bets live while he's talking. Yeah, if you can right. multitask. Friday, Friday 8.30 p.m. on the Gorf 2 Live Network. That's 8.30 right. Eastern time. The only ones that I missed, yes. I think, this week. 6.30 Central. Right. Or 6.30 Mountain. 6.30 Seven for 10 this week so far with tonight's games in play. I'm happy about it because the ones that I missed were like... An underdog. Okay. Etienne got hurt. What are you going to do? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, I can't... I thought that would have been a good prop too. I thought he was going to have a big yeah, and again, a Michael Hasty did well, so yeah. I mean, Eckler, like again, I, I'm on the show. Explain, like I can see why he's going over on yards, but you're going to wait till I even say, and I'll, I will explain it. It hits Sunday, and Eckler's props will hit, and it's these are what his receiving yards are, these are what his uh, rushing yards are, and you can Eckler's never going to go yards. He's always going to go over and receive. And you can finagle it like that, but it hits on a Friday, and I've got to figure out content, right? So it's like, what am I going to do here? Well, I guess if he has sixty and he has thirty-five, he hits. That's that's really as hard as it gets with the the, the process with logic. Okay, but when it hits Sunday morning, you're going to look at Eckler's numbers and go, rushing lower, receiving higher. That's it. So we need to know. Okay, I'm here to bottom line it for you guys because that was like a lot of words. Just watch his show on Friday. Going for two. Dan show, show, Friday night, 6.30. It's a great show. It's a great show. No, 6.30 Mountain. Oh, 6.30 Mountain Time. Yeah. Wherever that is. Mountain Time. Right where I am. That's it's where it is. It's hanging out with Neverland. <laughs> it's Mountain Time. Like say, is, that, is that what you consider Newfoundland time? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's uh, so... So obviously there's Eastern time. We actually have six time zones. There's Atlantic time. I don't know if there's any states that are east enough to get Atlantic time, maybe enough. part of Maine. I don't know what Atlantic or Pacific is. I don't know where either of them. I don't right. know where I am. I'm still jet lagged, okay. all right? I don't know what time zone okay. you're talking about. It's different ones. I know where I am. Yeah, New, Newfoundland's actually a half hour time zone. It's not a full hour ahead of Atlantic. It's a half hour ahead of Atlantic. So yeah, I, I won't confuse you by mentioning that, except I just did. But that's okay. you just did. So sorry. Yeah. Slide. Canada right. scored a goal at the World Cup. That's all that matters. That's <laughs> they, they still USA won. tomorrow. USA. USA. Cole Steelers tonight. Huh? They what? Never mind that. What did you say, Kyle? Australia, Denmark. Australia, Denmark. Wednesday morning. Let's go. Ooh. It's all about the FIFA. That's it. Uh, I'm just excited oh for Portugal's God. knockout stage game because they advanced. Yay! Yay! All right. Um, I have so well, this is interesting. Gator had had made a bunch himself. So uh, taking a couple of uh, our props, uh, Najee Harris and Pickens. Uh, but also instead of getting the the fire Muth receiving yards that, like Gladys that, did, that, Muth that was, receptions. But yeah, the, the JT like two it. and a half would bother me. So it. this this was done earlier before Gator. when they were still available, right? Yeah. Uh, that would that's the one that I'd be looking at going. I'd like that better than the 13 and a half receiving yards. Yeah. Or you are you thinking the opposite? Look at I didn't get uh, no, I like it. I like others. That's the, the only one that I, I'd hesitate with is JT receiving yards. I'm uh, receiving receptions. 2.5 receptions. You don't think he's going to get three receptions? Mm. I don't know if he'll be. He'll be uh, required. <laughs> I think oh you feel more confident in the yards then. So I am making a choice. Yeah, if, uh, anyway. if you said one for 12 and a half, I'd be like, all right, sure. I like it, Jay. Gator, don't listen to him. I like it. Um, and well, Luke, it's book now. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> so I, can't I like it. Luke's 
I like that. Take, yeah, take Walker and Devontae for a month. Right, so yeah. Luke did just send us a question. So uh, do it. Do going it. to his team, Joe Burrow, Jonathan Taylor, Rashad White, Jeff Wilson, Walker. Jamar. I was like, is that Jamar Jefferson? But it's probably Jamar Chase. Amonor St. Brown, Kelsey Hollywood, Zay Jones. Awesome. Got offered Walker and Devontae Smith for Amonor. Yeah. Kenneth Walker. Yes. Uh, if it's Kenneth Walker, yes. Yeah, take that. Take that now. Yeah. yeah. Smash it. I I mean, I'm assuming that's a dynasty league then, right? No, to where Amonor has higher value than Kenneth Walker. Because I'd imagine in a redraft league, I would rather just have Kenneth Walker straight up over Amonor, right? Yeah, but he's getting two for one. Yeah, this is yeah, this is easy. You just run, run away yeah. screaming with this because yeah, this yeah. is highway robbery to get Kenneth Walker, Walker and Devontae Smith for Amon Ra. Oh my god, yes, do it. Yeah, do I'll it, do Luke. Quickly. Luke. I guess the, the risk father. is okay, is when's Chase coming back and then how's like Hollywood's on a bye? So okay, maybe weakening yourself at, at wide receiver for a week or two, but to get Walker Kyle, could be a little bit. Quit overthinking it. Well, yeah. no, I, I'm I, I'm a hundred percent on the side of doing this. I'm I'm more thinking about the other team. Like, why would the other well, team? Star Trek reference. <laughs> I know, right? Thank you. Oh, okay. We are your father. Yeah, yeah, do that. That's a hell do yeah. That's, that's the doctor. Okay, it is, saying, a, it is a redraft league. Yeah, no, the doctor saying that's a oh, that's a hell yeah. That's a hell yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, the doc would for saying. sure. All right, guys. Um, uh, my dog is uh, being very impatient. Because he thinks he's going to get a treat because he was really a good boy. I, I okay. feel like right now it's uh, it's about midday Tuesday, so I'm going to go to sleep. Maybe okay, have, I was going to say happy afternoon, but I guess or have lunch. Day. I don't know. I, I think out. you should do both: <laughs> yeah. have lunch and then go to sleep. Yeah. Oh, what's going on? It's going to take me a few days. I'm, really, I'm, really, I'm actually quite concerned. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> Kenneth Walker, simply because RBs do matter, even though. At the start oh of the God. year, we would have said that the the number one dynasty running back and number two dynasty running back are probably Jonathan Taylor and Najee Harris, both playing tonight. I don't know that we'd say that. But, but that's actually my quick question I want to get to at the very end. We'll love with this. Is Jesus Kenneth Paul. Walker right now the number one running back in dynasty? No. In dynasty? No. No, why wouldn't NTM be the number one running back in dynasty? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like Kenneth Walker's outproducing Etienne. So I, I'd easily have Walker over Etienne. I'm I'm still thinking, is Walker ahead of JT? Would you, have over, would you have Walker over Saquon? That's another one. You see, I, I think I have Walker as the RB1 yeah. in Dynasty. If you're asking me, uh, I think... I don't think listen, no. if... if just out of out of out of curiosity, if Brees Hall didn't get hurt and he was continuing what he was doing, this is a probably him. Yeah, I agree. Like, so we can already say no. We can already say that, like, we know where McCaffrey's going to be next year. I think I'm excited for that. I know he's had a couple of weird weeks. I just don't think I could put him ahead. So, oh, since, my God. Since Rashad Penny has been injured, you look at just those weeks, Kenneth Walker's, I think, the RB4 this year yeah. in points per game. So I think he's he's producing already at that difference-making level. So I'm as much as I love JT, I think I'm all in at Kenneth Walker being yeah. the RB1 in Dynasty. Maybe I'm going a year early on that, but. That's, yeah. I'll stick to that. You got to you really. Yeah, mm -hmm. premature. Yeah. We'll see. So, I mean, he had another – I mean, I guess his rushing yards sucked this week, but another two touchdown games, so. Listen, a few weeks ago, Damian Pierce was the hot the hot thing, right? And the guy's, what, had 20 yards in two weeks? So, no one's saying anything, and now he's stuck in Houston with Kyle Allen. So, 
well, I think part of my bias is when I did my my tape evaluation before anything else, before I looked at like production, Walker looked at really combine, good. Well, I actually had yeah. Walker higher than Brees Hall. So I've like through the whole process considered him like that top tier option. Yeah, I get it. So to see him come out and produce, I think I'm I'm all in on Walker. And I, I do not have any dynasty shares. So that's something I need to maybe correct. In the I don't office. think I could put him ahead of Saquon at this point. I don't think I could do it. And I don't think I could put him ahead of JT. I know this year's been a bit of a an off one for him. I don't think I could do it just yet. I'd need to. I don't think I could do it. All right, fair enough. I and, and and I get the hesitation. I think I, I'm. I've just I think been higher on Walker than consensus throughout the process. So I think it just this just continues that play. So go Kenneth Walker, and we'll get out of here. So sorry. It just a, thought I thought that question at the end because running backs do matter apparently for us no anyway worries. fantasy football. But uh, yeah, you all matter, the listeners. So glad that we could have so many people come in and chat, whether it was Gator, uh, Luke, James, um, (laughs) of course, uh, Eric and uh, George asking us those those questions at the start. So really appreciate all those interactions. Appreciate my co-host. And yeah, while Doc wasn't here, uh, the jet lag. Oh, in spirit. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was, and he was in the chat, which of course, again, come to the Going for Two Live YouTube uh, page to to join all that chat. Uh, Of course, on screen, you have Jet Lag Jag, Pumo Pimp, John says Discord. John, yeah. John. What did I say? Jack. Okay. I fell asleep twice in my own show last week. I was like dozing off. <laughs> <laughs> it would be awesome if you could sleep with your eyes open. That would be so I, I, awesome. I, like I have the script on one side and I've got the restream on the other so I can see like bullet points. And at one point, I started looking at the bullet points and I just went <laughs> twice, at least twice. This is a struggle. <laughs> And it was still entertaining, people. Oh, yeah. I loved it. It's it's, it's still like my – that and Speak On It are probably my two favorite things to watch. And Speak On It's on tomorrow night. So, yeah, again, join the Going for Two Live uh, network. There it is. Um, Tag Gladys and all your questions on Discord. (laughs) Oh, Gator had a – Walker had a haul, too. So, apparently, I'm not the only crazy one. Uh, We're both crazy, Gator. We We all know Gator is whatever. We all know about you, Gator. But yes, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, so the Going for Two Live network is at Going for Two Live. Everything Going for Two, you can check out goingfor2.com for all sorts of articles. Uh, and, you know, follow Going for Two Live on, or sorry, Going for Two on Twitter at Going for underscore two. Also, your co-host, Doc's at TFS Doc. Dan's at the B-League says, Gladys is at Gladys L. Tyler. I'm at Senra says, and uh, wishing you all a great uh, end of week 12, last game of week 12. We'll be back next week uh, here on the two-point conversion. Go Steelers!